Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Good evening, Sam. We're recording this on the evening of Thursday. Yeah. And this is our Friday episode. So if anything major happens between uh, 7.28 on Thursday evening and midnight when Mm. we put this out, such as perhaps the death of the Queen's husband, Prince Philip, Mm. which could happen. Have you seen the news? No, he's dying. He's been in the car crash. crash. Yeah, he's he's arranged for himself to have a car crash. This is the biggest reverse power play I've ever heard of. Prince Philip has reversed the mechanism. (laughs) He has, yeah. He's and he was driving as well. He's ninety-seven. He was driving his Range Rover and he pulled it out of a driveway, which I think was obviously the the Buckingham Palace driveway or somewhere. And uh, he's he's (laughs) turned the cunt over. I heard. I heard he was. I heard he was at Balmoral doing donuts in a hatchback. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that's why they got Balmoral. That's what he likes to do space. in the evening. He just likes yeah. to do fucking donuts. He likes to. Well, I don't know if he still does it. When he's younger years, he used to do loads of speed, and then, yeah. and then like just fucking just whiz around, whiz yeah. around, handbrake turns, and all of that. So maybe he's all just sort stuff. of thought, "Fuck it, I'll be dead soon. I might as well get back out and have one last go." In my <laughs> um, happened, yeah. in my souped up uh, in my souped up Sayat, but apparently Sayat Ibiza, he's emerged unscathed. So um, even though he put the thing on its roof, so um, the mad bastard. You know, f- fingers crossed. He's either what gone so senile that he's accidentally got the same people he paid to organise Diana's car crash. He's accidentally yeah. briefed them to organise his own car crash. It's either yeah. that or our old friend, the ghost of Diana, has <laughs> has has come back down to earth and done it as a prank. Very possibly. Twitter's mm. very own Diana in heaven, wherever yeah. she is now. Um, I've got a little bit of uh, customer feedback for you, Sam, from oh, Twitter. Oh, I love that. <laughs> the, um, yesterday we were we were tweeted by the lovely Kelly Kate. Uh, well, wait, I didn't said, say that. Yeah, she said, God, this is funny about the latest Keegan episode. Right. And uh, quite a few people agreed with her, uh, quite rightly. Well, they're Apart right. From- well, it was, I listened to it, so it was a fucking funny episode. It was, we did well. <laughs> apart, apart, apart on the back for us, eh? Yeah. Apart from, um, apart from Paul Latham, who lives in Madrid. Yeah. And he replied to Kelly and to myself, because I'd retweeted it. Yeah. He replied, I've just tried for 20 minutes to listen to episode one. Fucking hell, do you remember episode one? That was the 92-93 Premier League season, I think. Yeah. Anyway, Paul's given it 20 minutes, and he says, who the hell is that god-awful cockney moron? Yeah. And he says... He maybe means you. I don't think he means me, no. He's probably got muddled up with the accents because he's been in Spain for so long. Yeah, well, maybe. He thinks you sound like a cockney because if he's saying god-awful moron, 
There's, yeah. I mean, no offence to you, but there's no way that can mean me. I'll, I'll, I'll carry on. He says, okay. he adds, possibly the most annoying person-struck voice I've ever heard. Right. So, I can't be me, can it, it, it must be you, mate. It must be you. And then no one's adds, ever said that funny, about me. No, not funny yeah. in any way. Unbearable. Oh. So, well, again, it, it, again you think it's still me? Well, all I know is it can't be me. So while I'm I'm not saying for a moment that any of those things I would associate with you, but there's just mm. no way. I mean, I am well-loved by the public. And Paul Latham. I just Paul, don't... Paul's Maybe he's final... listened to the wrong podcast. He just said 20 Maybe, minutes of episode one, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that could be anything. Says... He might have accidentally downloaded the Peter Crouch podcast. Is, is Peter Crouch a cockney moron? No, but mm. I, the thing is, he's not. But mm. I mean, Peter Crouch if, probably sounds like me. He's from West London, like I am. Neither of us were yeah, born within you, the sound you, of the Bow if Bells. You're in Madrid. If you've been in Madrid for a long time, they could also. Well, I mean, listen. Let's not get into the nuances of what is and isn't Cockney. One thing we know for a fact is that mm. I am not. What was it? Moronic. A cockney moron, most yeah. annoying person and voice yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah, not I'm, funny sh- in I'm any way. sure that can't unbearable. be unbearable. Right, and he unbearable. also then adds, he, he then yeah. adds, he just yeah. swears. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> okay. I, I think hang on, that... hang on, it is me, it is me, <laughs> it, is you, it, it is me, yeah, yeah, it is you. And also, is... what's really annoying is he's <laughs> he's fucking unearthed my secret formula. <laughs> then. As if that wasn't oh enough. God! He didn't carry on, did he? No, it's not. It's, oh it's, no! It's, as Double K would say, "Play me that." The last bit. The last bit isn't about you. It's all right. It's a boast right. from Paul. Uh. Well, it kind of is about you as well, though. He says it. Uh, <laughs> Paul says. Paul says. I personally know 150 people funnier than him. Oh wow! This sounds like a challenge. I'd like to meet each and every one. <laughs> We That's actually like... not that bad. 150 people funnier than me. But I mean, listen. Who know? I mean, he might if he knows thousands of people and only 150 of them are funnier than me. That puts me not yeah. in not too bad a position. Well, I don't know. Perhaps we could get him to provide a list of 150 names of people he knows who are funnier than you, and we'll we'll take it from there. People we'll who've got the more to out. their comic repertoire than merely swearing. <laughs> yeah. Finally, before we leave, Paul, lay them to one side uh, mm. from his, his, his Twitter bio. Um, can I describe to you what, what his job is? Yeah. Email marketing consultant. What That's a not cunt. a job, is it, Sam? That's not a job. No, but it, I mean, it's not a job, no. And it's email marketing consultant. Yeah. Email marketing, <laughs> maybe. Email marketing consultant. So do you do the email marketing? No, no I don't. I don't get my hands dirty with the actual fucking emails themselves. <laughs> Maybe 30 me. years ago. Uh, no, I'm too smooth now. When what, what I do is I consult. So what happens? Well, you mm. pay me and I tell you how to send your fucking emails. <laughs> you can't, Paul. Paul. But he's been kissed by a woman on his, his, his picture. Oh, well, hang so. on a minute. That's another way he's got a fucking edge over me then. <laughs> I, I am coming round to his way of thinking. Um, yeah. And I, what I don't want to do is because he's called me out for being annoying and, you know, and moron and being unfunny. I uh, don't want annoying, 
Yes. Not funny. Unbearable. Unbearable as well, Sam. God awful cockney moron. For a start, I'm, I'm now beginning to wonder whether this is an account that my wife has set up. <laughs> because there are uncanny parallels between the things, yeah. the words she uses to describe me and yeah. what Paul does. And also, it's the sort of thing she'd find funny. Like, she's trolled... Yeah. She trolled me phrases using the hashtag bad journalism. Um, right. Whenever one of my pieces uh, appeared in the national press, she would sort of critique it hmm. um, and try to start a troll campaign against me. So I don't know. <laughs> but what I don't want to do, what I don't want to do is just because he has taken exception to my whole being to mm. then be petty and pick holes in him and say that mm. he's got a shit meaningless job and he and you know say weird shit like he's probably one of these bitter failed expats who's had to go to Madrid because things yeah. never quite took off for him here. I don't I don't want to say any of those things. No. Uh, but I, what I do well, want to say is that Kelly Cates's opinion is worth a million times not only Paul's but most other humans. So yeah, exactly. And it, it's gained us, it seems to have gained us seven new Twitter followers as well. well so, there you, you go. Know, thanks, Kelly. Look at that! Shall we have a look at the, um, at the the prediction league? Yeah. As we know, you are one point in the lead on 68. I'm on 63. Results bot is on 67. Something's been worrying me about this prediction league, Sam. Well, the I've fact that I've gone from bottom to top in the space of not- a few short weeks. Not not that, it's the fact that I might have been subconsciously selecting matches that aren't going to result in a, a 1-0 home win. I, I haven't. I haven't been doing that, but I'm worried that subconsciously I might have been doing that. Well, there's so only one I, way to fix that, and that is to... Well, there's two ways, actually. You can either pick names out of a hat at random, fixtures mm. out of a hat at random, or we have to do all the fixtures. Nah, fuck that. Uh, yeah. Random number generator has come into oh, play. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's have you got that? that I've got. Have, you, have you got that on your phone? I've got that. It's no, an I app. I've got it before. Is it's it? an app, and I when we were like we did a trip to California last year, and so there was a lot yeah. of evenings spent sat round tables in diners and stuff trying to find something God. to amuse the kids. And Where's so what? Going? Well, no, I mean, I just taught them gambling. <laughs> I taught them. Ga- I, I basically taught them a version of um, roulette whereby they had to bet on numbers, either individual yeah. numbers or odd or even or whatever, yeah. and yeah. or groups of numbers. And the random number generator, say what you like. You, you Nowadays, mm. you've got your augmented reality, your virtual yeah. reality. Your Sonic you got, the Hedgehog. You've got Sonic the Hedgehog. You've got Donkey Kong. You've got all of that yeah. stuff, right? You've got the Soda Stream. But... Yeah. You cannot be a random number generator for a right good bit of family fun. I'll I'll try that next time I go away with the kids. Yeah. Um, while we're on subject of family fun, me and my boy have been playing an Xbox One game. Have you mm. got an Xbox One, Sam? No, nah, we got PlayStation. Have you? Oh, I don't know if this is on PlayStation or not, but it's called Overcooked, right? And it's a cookery game. You're freezing. It's a team game. You're frozen. So me and my boy. Right. We're both we're both in this kitchen, mm. and you get orders that you've got to do. It's very cartoonish, mm. and you've got to run around the kitchen, getting the ingredients and chopping them up, and then putting them in the pan, and then putting them on a plate and dishing them up. Right, and it is fucking brilliant. Is it addictive? So you're it, in a race against is, each other. 
we're not well we're working as a team that's oh. the beauty of it, oh, it, it that's nice that's bonding. nice mate yeah that's yeah, nice it, it promotes bonding and family unity mm, that's so good. we're like sitting there we're like sitting there and I'm going you chop the mushrooms he's going right he's going, he's going you wash the dishes and all this and we're working together in a way that we've never worked together as an actual family it promotes <laughs> unity it, and it's yeah, a beautiful I mean, beautiful it, thing it could be the game that, that saved your family from it might be yeah complete so if, collapse, if you're out yeah. there anyone and your family's in trouble and you've got an Xbox One get overcooked you can get it for two ninety nine on Back a website now. called cdkeys.com cdkeys as in Richard Keys right oh CD Keys. yeah that was his CD nickname Keys. at Sky wasn't it CD, CD Keys. Keys yeah <laughs> yeah this must be his website that he does he sells games on it now and you can get, you can get, a, you can get a code for it and put it into your Xbox account and it's only two ninety nine. Yeah, we meant to talk about CD Keys on the on one of the other episodes when he'd said that um, Rafa Benitez <laughs> should put his own money into Newcastle United. <laughs> Buy if some it, players himself. If, if he loves yeah. it as much as he says, then why doesn't he pay for the players? What are you talking about, <laughs> CD Keys? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah, he's been out in the desert too long. But you know what he's done? He must be listening what? to the podcast because oh. that is a case of giving it. You fucking do it then. Isn't it? Yeah. Is it's it, classic you fucking do it, isn't he, it? He's heard Benitez going on about, well, you know, lack of uh, investment in the squad. We are very thin. And Keyes has gone, oh, yeah, lack of investment. You fucking do it then, you big Spanish twat. I wonder if Mike Ashley's had, had Benitez into the office and given him some of that yet. Yeah. A you showdown. Fu- you fucking do it. You fucking do <laughs> that it. That would be a great thing for a chairman to say to a manager. <laughs> Boss, that we need fantastic. players. We need to get fucking players in. We the squad's too thin. We need quality. We need to buy players. What? <laughs> Tell you what, you fucking do it, mate. What? What are you talking about? You fucking you enough. need the players so badly. Why don't you do yourself a favour yeah. and you go out and fucking buy them? You're on five million a year. <laughs> yeah. Fucking you must have a few quid stashed away. Go and buy your own fucking left back. <laughs> All them other jobs you had. <laughs> no. So, yeah, so getting back to random number generators, that's what I've done from now on. Uh, I'm just picking five fixtures using random numbers. So let's do it. Um, first one, Liverpool versus Crystal Palace this weekend. Well, that's obviously going like to be a home, home win. win. Um, yeah. And I will go for 2-0, just 2-0. Just a 2-0. Just a 2. Um, I'm going to replicate that and go for a 2-0 as well. Sam. Yeah, because Liverpool have let me down a couple of times recently in my predictions. Yeah, like because uh, I've I'll predicted re- big score lines and they failed to materialise. So two, a, mo- a modest victory, I think. I've been doing that as well. In general, I've been going for big score lines because mm. I'm, I'm quite excitable. Yeah, and um, none of them have come off. So I need to try and change me. Uh, get get, strategy back, to, get a back bit. to basics. Get back to basics exactly. I'll predict the next one first. Then right. So it's not me just copying you all the time. Manchester United versus Brighton is the second one that the mm. random number generator spewed up. Mm. Um, Solskjaer, what's he won now? Is it six in a row? Something yeah, like six that? in a row. Probably going to win this one as well, I, I reckon. I would imagine so. Uh, again, I'm going to go 2-0. I'm going to go 3-0 for this one. Whoa. Brighton, very good at home. Not so not so bothered on not the so road. Good on the road. Mm. Okay, and the next one that's been spewed out of the random generator is Bournemouth versus West Ham. Your very own West Ham, Sam. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think that West Ham will win this 1-2. 1-2, you're putting that. I will go for, I think Bournemouth 
need a win, and I think they'll get one, and I think it'll be 2-1. Everyone needs so a win. Going the other way. Everyone needs a win. Well, yeah, but, you know, not everyone does. I, well, could do, I could live without a win. Depends what kind of win you're talking about. Yeah, I suppose West Ham don't need... The, yeah, I mean, Bournemouth might need it more than West Ham right now. We, we are comfortable in mid-table... Mid-table sort yeah. of, yeah, complacency. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. I've, got, I've got to back the Hammers. I backed the Hammers last week and I got my three... I got the three points that put me top. And that was mm. what was so sweet. For it to be that result, West Ham winning, with me there, and I, my, sec, my first emotion was, fucking hell, we've beaten the Gooners. But hot yeah. on the heels of that was, <laughs> fuck me, I've gone top of the predictions league. <laughs> and some of the lads around me, as I shouted at result spot, you cunt, into the heavens. Yeah. People yeah. looked at me. They they thought result spot, I might have been mispronouncing some sort of Ukrainian Arsenal player's name. Yeah. I'm sure one or two of them will have understood. Yeah. One or two of them will have been listeners. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so Bournemouth versus West Ham. This is getting a bit like last season with Mark Lawrence on the BBC prediction thing, mm. where he predicted, I think he predicted a Liverpool win every week <laughs> for the entire season, which of and course Lawrence is nonsense. And Lawrence also predicts a West Ham defeat every week. Every week. Does he? Is he that always, and his prediction that he actually always goes, I worry about West Ham. I worry about them. I mean, well, don't fucking worry about us, you cunt. you got other fucking... Trust me, you got other things to be worrying about. We'll be fine. I worry about them so much that I'm just going to predict another defeat for yeah, them again. I worry about and them. Again, I worry and they're going to lose again. Fuck Here's off, what Lawrence. the uh, random predictor has, has spewed up next. Watford versus Burnley. I'm sure these fuckers played the other week. I'm sure they did. A lot, a, of these games, a lot of these games have been played recently, as far as I can remember. Have they? Brighton, Manchester United? Palace, Liverpool? I don't know. It's all 1983 blur, FA Cup final. That only that seems was, like yesterday true. to the likes of me and you. Sure does. Sure does. Watford versus Burnley. Burnley, bit of a resurgence at the minute. Watford, fucking all over the place. Anything could happen when Watford play. I'm going to go... Ooh, I'm going to go 2-0 to Watford. I'm going to go 1-0. Very good. And finally, Huddersfield versus Manchester City, which I think is on Sunday. Huddersfield in disarray because their German manager has, has wandered off into the distance. Uh, mutual consent, but he's, he's just basically gone, fuck this. <laughs> There's nothing more I can do here. It's time to walk away. I am going back so, to my first love of making documentary movies that investigate the very essence of the human existence. Why are we here? What is the strange gaping void that lives within all of us? These are the subjects that I will examine in my next cinematically released documentary film. <laughs> I have been offered a five-figure sum by Netflix <laughs> and I will choose to accept the offer and go on to greater and bigger things. I, so football was a diversion. My am, time here is over. I am going to live in the wilds of Canada with a pack of wolves for 18 months, just me and my camera. And I will document my life with those wolves and, and, and slowly earn their trust and become... Like one of the either that or they'll fucking eat me. I don't know yet, but that's <laughs> part of the fun of the filmmaking process. 
it my my death is inevitable but <laughs> hey and that's death gonna, is life and and that's going to probably be the name of the film as well <laughs> my death is inevitable <laughs> meanwhile back I'll in go yorkshire i'll see a film called that by the way you reckon yeah back in yorkshire huddersfield have to plow on and they've got manchester city coming i think um, that it's huddersfield nil yeah obviously. manchester city 7 oh brutal yeah Huddersfield are going to get fucking humiliated. I think it's going to be a 4 0 to City, that one. Because the result spot says 1 0. Because I tell you, the thing is, is that he didn't leave. They're not going to get a bounce because they think, oh, thank God he's gone. No, he was not. really dragging us down. It's not like Mourinho leaving United. He just fucked off to make his film yeah. about life. And they're like, oh, we, we quite liked him. It's that they feel like, well, they probably felt like me and my brothers did when. My dad walked out. In fact, probably worse because my dad was probably a bit of a pain in the ass to live with, in all honesty. Whereas I imagine that David Wagner is probably yeah. fucking great, great presence around the training Quite ground. Easy going. You probably you imagine yourself sitting down and having a good session of overcooked on the Xbox with David Wagner, couldn't you? He'd be exactly be well, the sort of bloke who'd do that. He'd be well organised. You know what, he'll, yeah. do, he'll tell you what to do. He'll be, he'll be sort of flapping Don't. around trying to fry oh, some fucking mushrooms. Oh, heck, David, I've never played this before. Don't worry, Sam, I will help you through this. First, you just assemble the ingredients and put them on the side. Then you look at the menu, you see what you're having to cook. <laughs> Take the ingredients you've already selected, fry them in order. But do not make sure that the, the dirty dishes pile up. That, is, that could be your downfall. Always keep the dishes clean. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I'd be like, oh, thanks, David. David, yes, Sam. Do you mind if if I call you Dad? <laughs> can I put can I can I put my head on your shoulder while we play? <laughs> David, will you read me a story at bedtime? <laughs> <laughs> Come back, David Wagner. Come oh, back. You know, I wish Football he was my misses old you man. already. Yeah. Football misses you so fucking much. <laughs> Jalapeno. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. We just mentioned Manchester City before the break there, Sam. Have you seen today's furore about the Checker Trade Trophy quarterfinal clashing with the Carabao Cup semifinal? No. Manchester City are not happy, right? Because... Uh, they've got the second leg of the Carabao Cup semi away mm. at Burton, where they're mm. leading 9-0, let's not forget. They've got that on Wednesday night. Now, on Tuesday night, they're under-21s are due mm. to play in the Checker Trade at Sunderland. Mm. 
right. my very own Sunderland. Now, uh, Guardiola is livid because he wants that checker trade trophy fixture moving so he can put his under-21s out against Burton in the match, which is already a dead rubber. So he wants to do that, which will basically disrespect both competitions. It'll disrespect the Carabao Cup by putting out a bunch of kids, and it'll disrespect the mighty checker trade trophy because he's not taking it seriously and he wants it moved. Uh, Not only that, Manchester City have also been told that they could have all of their fixtures in the checker trade away from home Mm. because they said to play them at the Etihad would lose them money. Fucking Disgust. hell. Well, I think if you're a City fan, you'd be a bit fucked off because as much as I'm sure they love Pep, for obvious reasons, you know, City fans, they're a certain breed of fan at Manchester City who are old school. And yeah, I generally like Manchester City fans. So they're do I. good people. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, they're, they're easy to like. As a as a club, they certainly were in the old days, and now I sometimes feel almost sympathy for them for those fans who've been there through thick and thin. Because I think they're probably regarded as Flash Harrys now, which is the opposite Mm. of what they really are, essence. So I think they're probably feeling a little bit um, put out by the club and Pep's attitude towards this. I think what should happen is that City should. default on the checker trade trophy because I mean, what are they doing are they trying to get the final are they trying to get a d out at Wembley for their under 21s at the expense of a lower league club what the fuck yeah. I mean under 21s I don't, I don't know why the Premier League club under 21s are in this competition anyway I didn't it even know they fucking were yeah it's been happening for a couple of years Sunderland beat Newcastle under 21s a couple of weeks ago oh and yeah that, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember that because that was the one where the got, where the Geordies were setting up setting up deck chairs outside the stadium waiting. Were they? I didn't see that. <laughs> no, but that was what we speculated at the time Did when we? the draw was made, yeah. Did we? This that show moves fast, mate. This show Doesn't moves yeah, fucking I, I fast. There's big things that you can said. forget, yeah. So much of it gets lost in the edit as well. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's... Uh, City seem to want fucking everything. Um, at everyone else's expense. So, fuck them, basically. That's what I think. Yeah, fuck City. Fucking points! But that's not the big story this week. The big story this week is Bielsa at Leeds. What a man. What a man. What Um, a man. I saw on Twitter yesterday that the sport should be renamed Bielsa Ball, basically, in his honour. Fucking hell. The best thing about Bielsa... (laughs) is the response that he has provoked in the fucking tedious, pompous, fucking golf club Alan Partridge cunt community, right, on the wireless and in the paper, giving it all this, well, it's not illegal, no, not by the letter of the law, but someone should tell this Johnny Foreigner that that's not the way things are done here in Blighty. Oh, yeah, that's right. There are such a thing as... Ethics to think about. That's bad football. play. That's just not cricket. That's fucking right. Yeah, that's right. In fucking Cambridge Analytica, fucking expenses fiddling, <laughs> phone hacking, <laughs> burning down fucking council blocks with children in it. Fair play, Britain. That's fucking right. 
because we're an yeah. old-fashioned fair play country, aren't yes, we? we are. Where we do things slightly differently to those corrupt Latin types. You fucking bunch of pricks, right? <laughs> you got to be fucking joking if you're living in your fucking head, if you think you're living in fucking Dad's army world, right? Where there's a certain fair play about this country. There was a fucking pathetic xenophobia about the response to Bielsa. But what was great mm. was was that he does not give a flying fuck. He's oh, gone he's in. Massively... Now, he's, he's... Ah, we've got you here. We've got him all ends up. I knew there was something strange about this dusky <laughs> foreigner. Don't you know what they remind me of, all these cunts? Basically, those fuckers in the famous five, all of whom were racists, <laughs> right? And yeah. literally, if you fucking read the famous five... I mean, I started to read my daughter a famous five book a few years ago when she was younger... And I was only a few pages in where I thought, I'm not fucking reading her this claptrap. Fuck this. <laughs> this is bullshit racism, right? Because literally anyone who walked through the village who had even the hint of the fucking of, of, of pigmentation in their skin uh, was immediately suspected by these fucking yeah. posh kids. They're, they're as following around. A criminal. They just fucking start following him and harassing him straight away. Yeah. Well, anyway... That's what the British sports media are doing to Bielsa. They're acting like the famous five. He's turned up and he's gone. Uh, they think, well, oh, we've really got Johnny Forrer on this side. We know what he's been up to. Got him on the run. Miss, Mr. Lampard told us. Frank Lampard. Well, we'll get on to him. That fucking knob, <laughs> right? He's gone in and they've said, eh, eh, Mr. Bielsa, Mr. Bielsa, we know for a fact, Senor Bielsa, that you have been spying on other teams. You have the temerity to try and find out what your opposition are planning on doing against you in the football match at the weekend. <laughs> How do you plead? Guilty. <laughs> yes, well, I thought... You, what? Sorry, what? <laughs> I plead guilty, motherfuckers. Of course I and spy on them. I spy on all the teams. And you know what else? I spy on your wife when you're out of work. I look through the curtains and she know I watch him and she like it anyway. You know what? You know what this proves? This proves I'm number one fucking spy in world. I spy on one club. I get found out. Guess what? I spied on the other 22 as well. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you all. Fuck you, English. And fuck your James Bond. He shit spy. He get caught every time. Every fucking time that motherfucker get caught. I get caught one time. And you can't even do anything about it. And I'm going to do it again. I'm doing it right now. i got a guy out there now. Who are we playing this week? It doesn't matter. Look around, motherfuckers. That's right. He's spying on you now with binoculars from outside the back of the room. <laughs> I just think, I mean, let's look at what he did. What he did. What? What is the huge difference between fucking watching videos of your opposition playing mm. in the previous games... Yeah. And going down the fucking training ground to see what they're doing. And hiding in a bush. This is just fucking this is the basics. If you take this is serious business. It's like my South African um Vespa dealer told me. This is serious, yeah. mate. We're playing with you we're talking about your fucking life here. This is not Sunday fucking school football, right? Yeah. This is big money football. This is about getting into championship. In fact, if your manager is not fucking um dispatching spies to the opposition then they yeah. should. Then you should think about fucking sacking him because he's not doing a proper job. Exactly, exactly. And it's a, it's a wonder if you can't even get a spy at a training ground. Then we've got drones, as we know, the drones are everywhere now. Get drone a drone it. up there, video it. About Frank hell. Lampard, 
I would rather Frank Lampard like the awful fucking sixth form prefect he is. The fucking grass. Private schoolboy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. Sir, sir, sir. He's spying, you know, and you're not allowed to do that, are you, sir? I'm going to tell sir on you. I I think that's thoroughly unacceptable behaviour. Shut up, Frank, you big fat fucking lady man. (laughs) Hey, come on. You'd spy just like anyone else. You just don't know how. You silly man. Don't call me silly. I'm going to report you to the Football Association of the United Kingdom of England. <laughs> and you'll answer to the Queen. Ah, you, you made me laugh. <laughs> you silly little girl donkey man. <laughs> I watch videos of your daddy. Your daddy was a bigger man than you. You're nothing. He real man. You're like your mummy. He grew up in streets. You grew up in Nancy Boy School, like Hogwarts with Harry Potter. And now I see yeah. you parading up and down the streets in Derby with your girlfriend, Christine Brinkley. Here, here, I show you my breast. Have a sock, because this is probably what you still do, yeah? Yeah? Are you 38? Get on it. Get on it. <laughs> I get you big baby girl for Christmas. Big, a big baby girl. A romp- How you call in England? Romper suit. He's gone, ah, I would rather not even be in football rather than get one of my scouts to crawl around in the undergrowth. Well, get out of football then, mate, because the world's changing and it's leaving you behind, right? And that's why Leeds are top of the fucking table and Derby are clear. Right? Exactly. I think this is the beginning of the end for Lampard, basically. Plus, he made he's, up a load uh, of shit. It, it's, it's, it's the ultimate football power player. He's you, fucking been stitched right up. Do you know what? He lost his fucking marbles over it. That was what was so... Fa- that must have yeah. been what's so satisfying. He also just like said, they were in the crowd, you know. They were actually in our crowd. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They were nicked outside the crowd. There was a man and he had wire cutters, right? This is all turned out, according to police, to be bullshit anyway. Fucking bloke. There's a fucking Argentinian fella walking down the street with a massive pair of fucking, you know, bolt cutters on him. He'd be nicked. In this climate, they wouldn't just go, hey, lad, what's that? Eh, that's a pair of bolt cutters. What's <laughs> it going to do with you, whitey? <laughs> Where are you going with those, like? <laughs> I've got to fucking cut some bolts. What do you think, I, you daft bastard? I go here, I go here and there. I go do this and that. Yeah, this what and that. What's it going to do with you? <laughs> Where are you? What are you up to? Ah, this and that. Oh, I'm going to need you to be a bit more specific than that. Hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> Why is the free country? I can walk down the street dressed in a big disguise, pair of binoculars around my neck, and some fucking big bob cutters in my arm. Why not? I'll cu- <laughs> cut you. I'll come over there and cut your fucking little UK winkle dick off. i cut your fucking. See how you like that? Your little maggot. How you like that, Inglesis? <laughs> You remember the Falklands? That was round one. We're still not over it yet. We're coming back. I remember fucking Goose Green. And we're not going to have a repeat of that this time, mate. <laughs> I got the ball cutters. <laughs> None of that happened. The fucking Frank Lampard has literally wet his fucking knickers over the whole thing. What a prick. <laughs> ah, he is spying on me. Now he knows what my throwing te- my set plays were and my set plays are the best in the business that's why he's and now he does and no wonder we didn't win because he knew what we were planning <laughs> get over yourself frank you it's fucking what? knob i'm telling john terry and he'll come and duff you up 
<laughs> and if there's anyone who knows what fair play's all about, it's John Terry. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking Bielsa. It's been, um, it's, Look, it's been unlike- I'll tell you what it is. It's, it's one of them things where, it's one of them things where to get the correct opinion on what's happened is you look at what Jimmy and Janus has said and just go with the opposite. <laughs> that is a good rule of thumb, mate. Yeah. I've never thought of that before. That's a really good rule of thumb for life. Have you seen the story of um, when uh, Bielsa signed up Pochettino as a 13-year-old? No. Well, this is good. Uh, Bielsa was reserve manager of Newell's Old Boys in Argentina, and he toured the country signing up young players. <laughs> uh, apparently, he turned up at Pochettino's house in the dead of night. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah. Wake up, bastards. Pochettino was still only 13 at this point, right? Pochettino was Why are you asleep. in bed for at this time, you fucking baby? <laughs> Get up, play football. Come on. We have, a, we have a car park game, like a Doncaster. You're a man now, aren't you? Your ball's dropped. Let's have a fill. Yeah, they're there, all right. So why are you sleeping like a baby might do? What you've just said there isn't too far away from what happened. Oh, okay. Right, okay. The 30-year-old Pochettino was asleep, so Bielsa asked his parents if he could see the teenager's legs. <laughs> Bielsa wanted to have a look at his legs. He decided he looked like a footballer and signed him up on the spot. While he was still sleeping. While he was asleep. So you woke up. Oh, what a good sleep. Uh, while you were asleep, you were signed as a professional footballer. You start tomorrow. <laughs> Needles old boys. Yeah. A man came, a man knocked on the door in the dead at night and demanded to see my 13-year-old son's legs while he slept. I was sceptical, of course, but then he told me his credentials. He claimed to be the manager of Newell's Old Boys, at which point I said, oh, well, in that case, no problem at all. Come on in and have a look. Go for your life. He was dressed as Roy Orbison. (laughs) (laughs) I drove all night to get here, bastard. (laughs) Just to see your son's legs. Now fucking... Sign him up. (laughs) Put the fucking kettle on and pull his duvet off. Is that all right? (laughs) Well, kind of. Uh, fucking hell Bielsa he used to make them train in their slippers apparently at Marseille I don't know why yeah he said that it was it was too damaging for their feet to train all week in um, in boots and he he said he could learn more about players by watching them play in slippers basically the the man is an all round genius and Leeds United like we were saying City are one of those clubs that traditionally you kind of instinctively liked and Leeds are obviously the opposite of that. They're a club that most people instinctively dislike for whatever yeah. reason. Um, and yet, I now, especially after this recent episode, find myself actively vying for Leeds to win the league for two reasons. Yeah. One is so he can just go, that's right, I spied my way to the title, motherfuckers. <laughs> I spied on all of you, you fucking idiots. Steve Bruce, Frank Lampard, all of you motherfuckers. I was there the whole time. Hey, Frankie boy, you thought that was Christine Bleakley in bed you were making love to the other night. No, it wasn't. Because I had her locked up in the basement and I had her dress on and her pretty, pretty makeup and you fucked me. And I, I laughed. Had, I had my cock and balls taped up my ass. <laughs> you know, you like him in that? Silence of the Lambs. The fucking freak man. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it in the Science of Labs. You see that movie? It's quite good. I only just saw it the other night. Anyway, and, and I saw it. That's when Premier I got League. the idea. And now I'm going to do it in the Premier League. So are you ready, Jürgen Klopp? Because I'm coming for you. <laughs> you stupid laughing man like a clown. Why you laugh all the time? 
This is serious business. You shouldn't be laughing. You should be spying like me. <laughs> There's another good story I, I, I dug up as well. When he was in charge of Rosario, uh, some fans gathered outside of his house to protest a defeat, and they were allegedly greeted by Bielsa toting a hand grenade. <laughs> Leeds, 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 Leeds. Leeds have to get promoted. And if they do get promoted, and, you know, I am an expert predictor as the last few weeks has proved, I think they will get, I think they'll get promoted and then do astoundingly well in the Premier League in their first season. They might well do. The thing is with Bielsa, he's got this thing where he runs all his players into the ground. It's all about running and running and running. Right. So he has he has a lot of success in his first 12 to 18 months. And then after that, the players are fucking they exhausted. Die. And they all die. And he run, goes, bastards, run. <laughs> yeah. I got Grenada. You think I won't use it? There's <laughs> <laughs> another good quote I found as he well. He takes the pin out yeah. and then like he holds it and then puts it back in. <laughs> Just like with only a second to spare. Yeah, and that resets it back to ten again. Yeah, that's a grenade. <laughs> so I pull work. it out again. I get another ten. <laughs> a special grenade. I it made specially by my cousin Diego. That's, that's a grenade's work. There's another good quote as well. In the early nineties, after one particular defeat, he said, "I shut myself in my room. I turned off the light, closed the <laughs> curtains, and I realized the true expression. So again, <laughs> and I realized the true meaning of an expression we sometimes use lightly." I want to die. <laughs> I immediately drove through the night to the house of Pochettino and looked at his legs. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going. I drove, guided only by instinct. In the end, after eight hours on the road, I stopped at a random house, banged on the door to rise the family. I say, have you got son? She says yes. Have legs? I say, does he have legs? It, you know, just in case he'd blown them up with a hand grenade or something. She says, yes, he has legs. I push past her. Where is he? I must see these legs. <laughs> I was wearing one of those head torches like the guys out of Orbital. I can get a good look. <laughs> yeah. I like what I saw. He uh, signed on the dotted line that night. The <laughs> oh, Elsa. Plenty He's more to come from him, hopefully. Great. We, now we need to switch our attentions hard onto the championship and yeah. onto Bielsa and the fortunes of Leeds in particular. Definitely um, everyone's new second favourite team. Any other business? Right, that's all we've got time for, unfortunately. I'm going to do a little bit of news without news to wrap things up. Okay. Uh, you might like these ones, you might not. They're quite sexy, actually, all of them. Oh, good. Uh, here we go, marks out of 10 if you don't mind. Sam, first one. Mm. Florida Zoo fires zookeeper after she was caught mourning in lunchroom while chimpanzee sucked on her toe. Ten. Ten. <laughs> Why she took the chimpanzee to the lunchroom uh-huh. to do that? To suck on her toe? Yeah. Surely hey, there's uh, other places. Hey, hey. Hey, cheeky chops. <laughs> Over here. Go. Fancy coming in the lunchroom with me. <laughs> I've got some fish for you. <laughs> There's that, there's that one. Uh, she one. smeared her toe in banana. <laughs> That's probably what she did. Yeah. Uh, man hospitalised after injecting semen into arm to cure back pain. Hmm. Quite interesting. 
Uh, eight. I've, I just suffer. A, just so, I suffer at the moment from some mild back pain that's been bothering yeah. me last couple of weeks. So well, I read that just to learn more about spunk injections. A, to see if it was a viable piece of treatment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And finally, long penises help hermit crabs avoid being robbed during sex. Uh, ten. Yeah, I'm always interested in animals' penises, yeah. and. Once I spent almost a whole day when I worked at Comedy Central, we just I, I had to publish these kind of silly art, you know, internet articles from time to time. Yeah, you know, click clickbait. clickbait. And uh, I said to the young lads who worked for me, "What people really want to know is what penguins' cocks look like." <laughs> You're not wrong. And I exactly. And they said, "Yeah, well, it's not much of an article, is it? You need more than that." And I said, "Well, just do." do a collection of different pictures of animals' animal penises cocks. that may surprise you. And I yeah. can fucking tell you it's well worth a look because you will be astounded by some of these. I mean, a crab's, a crab's cock, I, I will Google it the moment this show's over. Yeah, is it, so that is that piece, does it exist? Is it still out there on the internet? No, it, it, was like, it, it goes into the same file as my Who's Got the Biggest Cock in Showbiz article. Yeah in that it provoked resistance from bosses. Mm. And when I was at Heat, uh, you'll remember, regular listeners will know, that I went to war with the publishing company over over my uh, showbiz big cock article idea and managed to get it published. But by the time I arrived at Comedy Central a few years later, I suppose I just didn't have the the will for the fight anymore. You were jaded. So although it was compiled... It was never published because yeah. some sort of, you know, stuffed suit caught wind yeah. of it and said, Delaney, this will not stand. We're not publishing yeah. it. And I was like, oh, fucking fine. All right. You fucking you just, do it. You, you think just, of a better idea. You just thought, I don't need this war all over again. I'm not yeah, John I don't need an, I don't need another cock war. As Womack well, and Womack once sang. Ex- exactly. I'm just going to put it into the, um, into the to-do file do series of podcasts about animal penises yes there we go ding that's in the file for the future all right that's it for for this episode and we're going to be back on monday morning with another one so have a lovely weekend everyone and don't forget to follow us at tf time machine on the twitter keep it cunty keep it cunty bye-bye Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.